There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Come on in, everybody. Last prayer of June 2023 is today. Last Monday night, Commander Week Prayer is tonight. Of course, you all know I'm with you every single day for a pop-up to give you inspiration, prophecy, teaching, therapy, all of that every day on a pop-up. But tonight, it is time to command your day and command you with the power of prayer. Come on in, speak to me. Let me know where you're watching from. Northridge, California, welcome. Jacksonville, Duval, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Speak to me and let me know where you are watching from. Do me a favor, share. When you share, people get saved. Guys, to God be the glory, to God be the glory, listen to this. Um, we are, listen carefully, we are knocking at the door of 1,750 recorded decisions of people who have given their lives to the Lord so far this year. Can you celebrate that? That is amazing. And it happens in part because of your shame. Jersey, Arkansas, South Side of Atlanta, Dallas, New Jersey, Fort Collins, Aurora, St. Louis, Come on, everybody, Jersey, I think I call Jersey. Uh, where else are you watching from? I missed a whole slew that just came in. Napa, California, welcome everybody. Come on in, LA, good to see you. Seattle, good to see you. Detroit, I saw a few Detroit over here. California, Rochester, New York, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, everybody, and share. TikTok, you tap the screen to share. Facebook, YouTube, our app, website, LinkedIn, <clears throat> Twitch, etc. You just use the button there uh, to share and like. When you do that, people get saved. But over here on Instagram, use the triangle at the bottom. Send it out to somebody. Share it. Guys, a lot of you are on Instagram, you will send it to me. And I appreciate that. But hear me. I know I'm live. I need you to send it to somebody else that doesn't know that we're live. All right? You all know prayer is always amazing. It's going to be fantastic. We're together every single Monday night at 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern to pray. Now, uh, again, we've been doing for the last 45, probably 60 days now, these daily pop-ups. How many of you wave at me in the comments if you're being blessed by the daily pop-ups? I get so much feedback from those. And so what's been amazing is I was looking for the right time. So we did it at a bunch of different times because I wanted to set a specific time for the pop-up on a daily basis. But what's been amazing is that we have been going fishing and at all these different times. And every time we go live, people get saved. I think the highest uh, one-time stream so far was on a Sunday night. And I think that number, I was doing it on TikTok. I think that number was, I want to say like almost 58 or something like that. People got saved in one session. So uh, to God be the glory for that. But listen, 
Um, the pop-ups are happening every single day. So make sure you follow, make sure you share, make sure that you're connected. The best way to stay connected to all things Harvest is to text Harvest to 55498. Can I get somebody to type that over here on Instagram? Somebody to type that over here on TikTok so I can pin it. Brian says, pop-ups are making a change in my life. Come on here, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I love to hear that. So many comments about the pop-ups. It's your first time, welcome. I'm glad that you're with us. Guys, while people are still coming in, let me give you an opportunity to share. While you're sharing, let me also encourage you to get our app. Our app is the best way to stay connected to all things Harvest. Text Harvest to 55498. In fact, uh, let me tell you the power of our text family and our text group. I shared this uh, with our Gene team yesterday, but let me share this information with you because I think it'll be a good blessing to you. In the last month, um, so in the last, or so just actually month to date, we've had um, join and connect to our text group, uh, 445 new people that have connected with our text group uh, over the last, so, so far this year, listen to this, you all, so far this year, 2,732 new people that have connected with our text family. Can y'all give God praise for that? Um, what's happening? We are reaching people across America around the world and it happens in part because of your share batman you already know crystal it's all it's about that batman life all right um listen for those of you who don't know i am a huge batman fan i'm a huge batman fan was there a question about um the, the oil spill in the harvest store right uh everything's in the harvest store anything you need just text harvest to 55498 there's actually a link on there for the store but our store is also on our website and and our app looks like there was a question. I saw some comments over there about the oil, all right? I moved Instagram over here today versus over here, so I'll see your comments a little later. I switched it up with you and TikTok. Listen, guys, today is the last prayer, and we're going to end this month strong. Can you just, if you know how to do the strong emoji, type that in the comments. If you don't know how to do that, just type strong in the comments. Type strong in the comments. Type strong in the comments. Um, I was mentioning Batman, then I saw that comment. Batman is my favorite superhero. The reason is because... To me, Batman, that's a realistic superhero. Somebody could literally just get, uh, just do well enough to where they literally can live their life pursuing a passion. And I want to even pray that. This sounds crazy, but crazy prayers get crazy results. I want to pray that you do so well financially that you have the ability to do what you want to do. I want to pray that you do so well financially that you have options. I want to pray that you do so well financially that you work because you want to, not because you have to. Purpose gets you up. Assignment gets you up. Not cashing in a paycheck and not punching the clock. Father, I pray. This is a crazy prayer. But crazy prayers get crazy results. I pray, God. That every person that's listening to me right now, every person that listens to the replay, that they do so well financially, God, that literally they are able to do what they want to do. They're not chasing money. They're not chasing cash, cars, or clothes. But they do so well financially that they can pursue what they want to do. They work because they want to, not because they have to that they have options, that they have the ability to do what it is that they desire to do, that they make their living from their giving. They are not going to work because they need to punch a clock or because they need to cast a paycheck. I pray that they be able to live off of their dividends, live off of their interests, live 
off of the overflow, live off of abundance. You are the God of Ephesians 3.20 that says we do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think. That's what you do. So I pray that for every single person listening to me right now, every single person watching the replay, every single person that this is shared with, I pray that the second half of 2023 be their best financial half ever. I pray that their income increase. I pray that their debts decrease. I pray that their credit scores across all three major bureaus increase. I pray that uh, any lingering debts or any lingering bills that those decrease. I pray that you would turn the hearts of people that they owe anything to, to cancel debt, to forgive debt, to release debt. Father, your word says in Deuteronomy 15, at the end of every seven years, there's to be a divine release of debt, which means you are the God that's a God that will cause divine release and divine cancellation. I pray right now, God, that they would be antennas in this second half and they would channel everything that you have ordained for their finances, for their career, and for their business, God, that they would do well. Your word says in Ecclesiastes that money answers all things. Therefore, I pray that they always have the answer and that they never be in lack. I pray that lack would be repulsed to them. I pray that lack would never be drawn to them. I pray that lack, and not just financially, but lack in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I speak that in this second half, we are shalom. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. All is well. I pray that in this second half, God, what we need seeks us out. What we need seeks us out. What we need seeks us out. The people, the places, the things, the ideas, what we need I pray that in the second half of 2023, it seek us out in the name of Jesus. You said, you better talk the Bible, Proverbs, or excuse me, Psalm 23. You are our shepherd, Jehovah Roha. You are our shepherd. And uh, watch me, you lead us to green pastures and we should want nothing. I pray that in the second half, we will want for nothing, not just in our lives, but anything that we are over, anything that we are, have leadership to, anything that we preside over, anything that we are the head of, that what we need will seek us out, that we would not have to seek it, but it would seek us out. I pray that this second half, we would see your favor like we have never seen it before. I pray that in the second half, we would see your grace like we've never seen it before. I pray that in the second half, we would see your hand move on our in our behalf like we've never seen it before. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Now, God, tonight as we pray, we ask for forgiveness for our sin, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us tonight, God, for our sin. This is where we have missed the mark. Forgive us tonight, God, for our transgression. This is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. And forgive us, God, for our um, uh, iniquity. This is generational sin that's passed down and around. Forgive us for not being curse breakers, but curse perpetuators from time to time. This month, you set aside the month of June for it to be a month of conquering. You set aside the month of June for it to be a month of conquering. You set aside the month of June for it to be a month of conquering. And one of those things that we've been focusing on is conquering curses. But I pray, God, that anything we needed to conquer before the second half officially begins, I pray, God, that it would happen this week. Drop that in the comments. This week. Whatever we need to confront, whatever we need to conquer, let it happen and let it happen this week. Do not let us take any Goliaths into the second half. Do not let us take um, the second giant that David fought was a giant named Ishbi Banab. Don't let us take any Ishbi Banabs into the second half. Don't let us take anything, God, that uh, we need to conquer into the second half. Let us conquer it this week, which means make us strong, make us vigilant, make us focused, make us forceful, make us bold, according to Proverbs 28. Your word says that the righteous 
or as bold as a lion, which means a lion. I've never seen a lion weak. I've never seen a lion timid. I've never seen a lion tuck its head. I've never seen a lion run from a battle. I've seen a lion pursue what it was after. I pray that this last week of June 2023, which marks the official last part of the first half of this year, I pray that we have a pursuit in us, God. Lock a pursuit in us. Don't let us give up. Don't let us be passive. Father, I pray that you kill the quit in us. I pray that you kill the give up in us. I pray that we would set our minds to win. I pray that we would set our minds to be successful. I pray that we would set our minds so that we would accomplish the goals ahead of us, God. Let us make our goals clear this week. Let it be clear about what we want to accomplish. I come against um, any ambiguity. I come against a lack of clarity. We come against a lack of, of a certainty as it relates to what we're in pursuit of. Make the goals clear. Come on, type clarity in the comments. Make the goals clear for us this week, God. Make the objectives clear for us this week. Make what we need to accomplish clear this week. Make our checklist and our to-do list, make it clear this week. We don't have time for ambiguity. We don't have time for uncertainty about what we're to do. We don't have time to wish, be wishy-washy and back and forth. How long will you waver back and forth between two opinions? Give us clarity, God. And once we have clarity, we need you to lock courage in us. What does that mean, lock it in us? It means don't let it leave us. Let it be infiltrated into all three parts of our humanity. We are spirits. That's our subconscious mind. We live in physical bodies and we possess souls. That's our conscious mind thoughts, will, and emotions. God, we pray that you will lock that in all three parts of us, that our to-do list would be clear, that our objectives are clear, that our assignments are clear, that what we need to accomplish are clear. Watch me, that we have clarity on our health, that we have clarity on the people that are with us, that we have clarity on the people, places, things, and ideas that are with us, and we have clarity on what we can count on, and we have clarity on who, I just heard the Lord say, on who you should not count on. God's going to make sure that you only count on who can be counted so that you are not putting your hope, you are not putting your trust, you are not putting your strength in any individuals who cannot be counted on in this second hand. And for this, we say thank you. Now, God, we bless you. And we speak one word over this second half, favor. Favor is preferential treatment. We speak it over the second half of 2023. Every day, God, we will see your favor. This means preferential treatment. This means they will do for us what they don't do for other people. They will make us deals they don't make other people. They will give us permissions they don't give to other people. They will give us prices they don't give to other people. They will give us write-offs they don't give to other people. They will give us grace they don't give to other people. They will give us opportunity they don't give to other people. That we would experience your favor. Our favor cannot simply be counted by facts. But our favor is measured on a whole different scale. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Guys, do me a favor. Every platform, come in and uh, share. When you share, people get saved. I want to share something with you uh, real quick as we're praying uh, that somebody shared with me. I was talking to a pastor uh, earlier today before I was uh, getting ready to go to the gym. And we were talking, and I shared something with him. And he said, he said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I shared this number with him. And he was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I shared a particular number with him. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, no. He said, he said listen, sir. He said, sir, you are not normal. I need you to release this in the comments. I'm not normal. 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 Put that in the comments. I'm not normal. I'm not normal. He said, you are not normal. Um, he says, you are not normal. He says, um, he says, your favor 
He said, one of the reasons um, that you're experiencing what other people are not experiencing, and it doesn't even make sense. He said, because your favor, he said, that's not the average man's story. He says, that's not the average man's. He says, that's not the average man's journey. He said, you're on a whole different scale. And the Bible says, it's the Lord that weighs man. You're not normal. And I need some of you to hear this revelation. Your life is measured not by facts, you ready? But by favor. Drop that word in the comments, by favor. Can I give you an example of this? We're gonna pray it and I wanna teach it. When I pray it, I'm gonna teach it. We got three specific things and the first thing is to deal with favor. Favor, favor. God's kingdom operates off of favor. Favor is greater than money. Money can buy you a doctor, favor gets you help. Money can buy you a lawyer, favor gets you justice. Money can uh, get people around you, favor will get the right people around you. Money, watch me, is an answer to all things, but favor can become all things. Do you hear what I just said? Money is an answer to all things, Ecclesiastes says, but favor can become all things. Favor can become whatever I need it to be. There's a man in the Bible named Joseph, and I've taught on him before, Joseph's name means the Lord continues to increase me. And what's amazing is that if you look at Joseph's life, at the age of 17, Joseph has a dream. And his dream is that <clears throat> the stars are bowing down to him. These were his brothers. He tells his brothers the dream. His brothers already hate him because they see that his father loves him all the more. Whenever you're favored, you're always going to deal with haters. Favor attracts haters. Question, question. If you don't have any haters, then I can promise you, you have no favor. But for everybody on prayer tonight, where you have some people who do not like you, who can't stand you, and the truth be told, you've never even done anything to them. I just need you to type in the comments, I'm favored. Father, help us to recognize that haters are simply evidence of favor. People who do not like us and they don't even have cause or evidence of our favor. People who do cannot stand us and have arts with us and issues with us, even though we've tried to help them, uh, that is evidence of our favor. It was Joseph's own brothers that hated him simply because he had a dream. What's crazy is he didn't give himself the dream. He didn't give himself the dream. It was God that gave him a dream because we can't control what we dream, which means that the dream he had wasn't even his. But it was evidence that the Lord was with him. I pray, God, that we recognize that you are with us, that you are with us. And if God be for us, who would there be against us? Everybody listen. Joseph, you could not measure um, his life on the scale of facts. You have to measure his life on the scale of favor. And it's the same thing that's true for you. Listen, for every person right now, or you got some errors of your life, you're like, God, what's up with this? I need you to back up and tell them, thank you for the favor that you have. Let me prove it to you. Joseph has this dream in Genesis at age 17. At age 17, he tells the first dream to his brothers. The Bible says they hate him all the more. He has a second dream. And two is the biblical number of witness. Everybody on here, if you know that there is more to your life than what's currently happening right now, I just need you to type the word in all, in all caps, more. It doesn't mean you're ungrateful. It doesn't mean you're unthankful. It doesn't mean you're unsatisfied. It doesn't mean that you are not grateful. It just simply means I know that there is more. I know that there is more. Can I prove it to you? Because we still have a pulse. This means that God still has a plan for our lives. And I pray, God, that we would not punk out 
before we see the plan produced, that we would not give up before we see the plan produced, that we would not allow the enemy to talk us out of what you have ordained before we see the plan produced. Joseph has the first dream. His brothers hate him all the more, Chesley, the Bible says. Then the second dream, he has the sun, the moon, and the stars are bowing down to him. The sun represented his father. The moon represented his mother. The stars represent his brother, his brothers. Bible says he tells this dream to his brothers and his fathers. His brothers already hate him. They end up hating him even more. And then the Bible goes on to say that his father rebukes him for his dream. His father essentially says, you're, watch me, you're thinking too high. You're aiming too high. I pray in the name of Jesus that whoever and whatever told us that we're aiming for too much, that we would shut that down. That is never too much. You better get you a Luther Vandross spirit. It's never too much, never too much, never too much. I pray that we would believe in the God of Ephesians 3.20. That is the God of exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask. That means to pray for or think. This means to dream, to imagine, to ideate, to think about, to have visions about, to create, uh, to imagine. God says, I am the God that does exceedingly. It's never too much for God. I pray that the level of what we believe for is commensurate to the level of the God we serve. Why can't you have a business and a job? Why can't you have multiple pieces of property in multiple places? Why can't you make six and seven figures? Why can't you see your whole family saved? Why can't, I wish you would put this in the comments. Why not? Why have a big God if we're going to pray little prayers? Why have a big God if we're going to have little expectations? Why have a God that says the gold is mine, the silver is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills? Why can't your body be healed? Why can't you have a great relationship? Why can't you get the degree? Why can't you get the PhD? Why, can't, why not? Why can't you own a restaurant? And I don't know who this is for. Own a restaurant and a travel business. That is the craziest combo. But who is that? That is somebody on here right now. That's literally what you want to do. It's a restaurant and a business related to travel. Wave at me. Who are you? Because God just called you out to say, why not? People are trying to talk you out of it. And sometimes you believe and talk yourself out of it. God, I pray that you would silence when we try to talk ourselves out of the great, amazing, and awesome things that you are doing. I pray that we would not talk ourselves out of it. I, pray, I see you. I see you right there on IG. I pray that we would not talk ourselves. Oh, look, I hit, a, I hit a vein. There's another on Facebook. Why not? Why not? I pray, God, that you expand our capacity so that we are not either or people, but we are both and. We are kings and priests, not kings or priests. <laughs> Revelation 5.10 says that he has made us kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth which means we were not born to just pay bills, have babies, and die. We were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and to subdue on this earth, which means we're not done until we run it. We're not done until we reign. We're not done until we're at the top. We're not done until we accomplish everything that God has put in us to accomplish. And I declare that the second half, we would make the most productivity. In the second half, we would see the most fruit. In the second half, that we would do more in the next six months than we have the entirety of the previous years of our life. Y'all better catch that prophecy. First Samuel 3.19, and the Lord was with the man of God and did not let one of his words fall to the ground. I pray and prophesy over all of us 
that we will do more. We will see more fruits. We will see more productivity. We will see more results. We will see more increase. We will see more growth, not just in stuff, but in our connectivity to God, not just in stuff, but in us fulfilling our assignment, not just in stuff, but in us being a blessing to other people. We would do more in these last six months than we have all of the previous years of our life. In Jesus' name, if you agree with that and receive that, say, it is so. And 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 it is so. In Jesus' name. Come on, say, I can't wait. Thank you, Lord. And it is so. 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 Listen, I need you to just, I need you to release this. I need you to release one thing that you want to see happen in these last six months, this second half. In the comments, guys, if you haven't shared yet, make sure that you share. When you share, people can say, we're knocking at the door of 1,750 decisions of people who have given their lives to the Lord so far this year. And which Our goal was only 2023, <clears throat> which means before we get to the middle of June, we will have exceeded our goal. Do you hear what I just said? Therefore, I pray that the same record-breaking year that's on me, that's on Harvest, I pray that be on you. I pray that this be a record-breaking year for you. I pray that it be a record-breaking year for you. Drop in the comments one thing you want to see happen in these next six months. Father, I stand in agreement with every single prayer, every single listed item in the comments of what they desire to see accomplished in the next six months, the second half. You told us two weeks ago that you were giving us a second win for the second half. <clears throat> and in Jesus' name, I pray that we would see that manifest that we would see that manifest. I heard the Lord say that it will be like Elijah for some of you. The Bible says six times he sent his servant after prophesying that it would rain. He sent his servant after prophesying that it would rain. And six times his servant didn't see clouds and clouds are necessary for rain until he got to the seventh time. He said, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. That cloud that was this small turned into huge storm clouds and there was a deluge of rain there was so much rain that it began to flood and in jesus name i pray that you would see what you need to see so it would become what you said it would be and for that we say thank you for that we say thank you for that we say thank you for that, we say thank you. For that, we say thank you. Come on here, Brian. I agree with that. That harvest and that I would draw more souls than ever. Come on here. God, I stand in agreement. And we will see great results. And we will see. Come on, Erica. That Harvest Church uh, would have a permanent Atlanta location with each experience being an overflow. Come on here. I pray that just like we got people who are praying, just like you just saw other people come and pray for, for, for harvest, I pray you have people who would be your backup in the spirit. That God would send people that would be praying for you, praying for your dream, praying for your vision, praying for what God's called and created you to do. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, guys, let's push further in prayer. All right, so watch me. Joseph has two dreams. <clears throat> the second dream, his father rebukes him, essentially saying, son, you want too much. You want too much. 
you want, come on here, Mel says, excellent service to join production. Come on here. It says, you want too much. So don't, but he keeps these things in mind. He learns at that moment, my son's not regular. My 11th son, 11 is the biblical number of dysfunction. Joseph was supposed to be dysfunctional based on his label. I pray that in this second half, well, however you've been mislabeled, oh my God, however you've been misidentified, whatever things people have put on you that don't belong to you, that don't match your character, that don't match your heart, that don't match your intention, that don't match who you are, I hear the Lord saying it's like it's going to be a relabeling. In the second half, you will be relabeled. You will be relabeled. He was supposed to be the dysfunctional one, but he ended up being the one that saved everybody else. If there was no Joseph, all of Jacob's descendants died because they were in a famine. When Joseph becomes prime minister at age 30, he's the one that gives them food. If he doesn't give them food, they die. In other words, if watch me, God says, I got to relabel you, Joseph. I got to relabel you. I pray that every label that's been put on us that God didn't put there, that it be stripped and a new label applied. I pray that every title that people have put on us that does not belong to us, that God didn't give to us, that it be removed. I pray, you ready for this? For every label we put on ourselves. Come here, Robin. I heard the Lord say, there's some where you've labeled yourself. I'm just for this. I'm just for this. I mess up. I screw up. I do this. I do this. In Jesus' name, I pray that any mislabel you put on yourself, that that be shut down and that you be relabeled. Every mislabel in the second half of 2023 is going to be relabeled. I heard the Lord say not only will it be a relabeling, but it's going to be a reintroduction. God says, I'm about to I'm about them put, I'm about to make them put some respect on your name. In Proverbs, God says that when a man's ways please the Lord, he will make enemies, even his enemies, at peace with him. In this second half, people are about to apologize for how they treated you. They're going to apologize for how they mislabeled you. They're going to apologize for how they antagonize you. They're going to apologize for how they attack you. And not only will they apologize, I hear the Lord saying he's about to make some of them pay. Y'all better pray with me. God, you're going to make some of them pay. You're going to make some of them send apology offerings. You're going to make some of them send apology cash apps, apology Venmo's, apology lunches. They're about to send you apology products. Four of you, you're about to literally get packages in the mail that are, letter, that are cards. I can see them. That are cards apologizing with gifts in the mail. God says, I'm going to make them at peace with you. And I'm going to make them apologize to you. Now watch me. Now God says now, watch me. Just because they apologize does not mean that you have to reattach. Just because they apologize does not mean you have to reattach. God says, I need you to remember the lesson. I'm doing this to simply show you that your ways have pleased me. I'm doing this to simply show you that your ways have pleased me. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Come on, y'all let me pray and prophesy. I heard the Lord say, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of how you've handled it. I'm proud of how you didn't get bitter. I'm proud of how you didn't turn into them. I'm proud of how you didn't turn negative. I'm proud of how you kept fighting. I'm proud of how you didn't forfeit. I'm proud of how you got up. I'm proud of you. Who needed to hear that? Who needed to hear that? And God says tonight in prayer, I'm proud of you. I'm proud that you didn't say back to her what was truthful, even though she lied on you. I'm proud that you didn't clap back. 
Because you didn't clap back, God says, I'm going to do it for you. Because you didn't get even, God says, I'm going to do it for you. Because you didn't respond the same way, God says, I'm going to do it for you. Deuteronomy 32, 35, vengeance and recompense are mine says the Lord. And in this second half of 2023, God, we ask that you would get us swift vengeance and swift recompense. Vengeance is when you deal with who did us wrong. Recompense is when you pay us back for what they did. And we pray for vengeance and recompense. In the second half of 2023, let it be speedily. Let it be quickly. Let it begin immediately. Let us see it. Give us the reports we didn't ask for. Give us the updates that we didn't seek out. Give us the news that we weren't even looking for, just so that we know that you are with us. Just so that we know you are with us. Just so we know that you are with us. Come on, prayer, let's press. Just so that we know that you are with us. We have to stay focused on moving forward so we don't have time to look back. We don't have time to be like Lot's wife and keep checking behind people. We got to keep pressing forward so we need you to deal with them. We need you to deal with that situation. We, we release it to you and we say, handle it, God. Handle it, God. Handle it, God. Handle it, God. Can you put that in the comments? Handle it, God. Handle it, God. We release it. I hear the Lord saying, don't you worry about getting even with your coworker. Your coworker's name begins with an M. And they have been antagonizing you. Who is that? Wave at me. Whatever platform you're on. Your coworker's name begins with an M. And the Lord says, please let me handle that. Because if you give that to me, God says, I'm going to do what you cannot do. I'm going to do what you cannot do. Who are you? Wave at me. Your co-worker's name begins with an M. Wave at me. And the Lord says, I'm going to handle that. Don't you handle that? Don't you get even? Don't you work? I see you right there on TikTok. Don't you worry about that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Go, God. I got that. Go, God. I got that. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's go back to Joseph. Joseph is the 11th son. He's supposed to be the dysfunctional one. He's supposed to be the messed up one. He's supposed to be the one that doesn't succeed, yet he was mislabeled. God relabeled him. His brothers hate him. And here's the other reason his brothers hate him. It's, it's, in, it's in Genesis in 37, but it's real small in there. It says that Joseph would often bring a bad report to his father about his brothers. In other words, everybody look at me. God's got you. God's got you, uh, Rich. God's got you. Uh, listen to me. He would bring a bad report of his brothers to his father. In other words, Joseph would say, Daddy, they are not doing what they're supposed to do. So I got to make up for it. Let me see if I can help you understand. Joseph had a spirit of excellence. And Joseph's excellence always made him outshine his brothers. And when his father would ask him what happened, Joseph would be like, well, I had to handle it because they didn't. I had to deal with it because they didn't. They didn't do what they were supposed to do. I hear the Lord saying in this second half, come on, y'all, your excellence is going to be seen and it's going to be rewarded. Father, in the second half, <clears throat> our excellence is going to be seen and rewarded. I pray that you sharpen our spirit of excellence. Sharpen our spirit of excellence. We are not people that do average. We are not people that do sloppy. We are not people that just do the least expected the most. I pray, come on, y'all, that you lock a spirit of excellence in us, which means everything that we do, we do it well. We serve church well. We do our jobs well. Whatever we do, we do it well. You, are, you, you parent well. You drive well. You manage your money well. 
you handle the kingdom business well, that everything we do, we would not do it sloppily, but we would have a spirit of excellence. Sharpen it, God. God, when we need to get something right, make us get it right. When we need to send an email again, make us fix it. When we need to fix the letter, make us fix it. When we need to go back and redo what we did, make us fix it. When we didn't cut it right, make us go back and recut it. When we didn't say it right, make us go back and fix it. We pray that everything we do have a spirit of excellence. We are those of Daniel chapter 6. But the Bible says that Joseph, or excuse me, Daniel had a spirit of excellence. And because of this, he got promoted. In other words, excellence will always be recognized and will always be celebrated. I pray that in this second half of 2023, that our excellence be celebrated. I heard the Lord say, several of you, you've been saying, well, nobody pays attention. Nobody really cares. So it doesn't really matter. I heard the Lord say, don't you slop down. Don't you get average. Don't you get sloppy. Don't you become average. Don't you become regular. God says a spirit of excellence holds itself accountable. Even if nobody says good job, even if nobody pays attention, even if nobody looks at it, a spirit of excellence recognizes everything I do, I do it well. If it's got my name on it, I'm going to do it well. If it's got my signature on it, I'm going to do it well. If I'm involved with it, I'm going to do it well. If I'm around it, I'm going to do it well. And I will do everything I can do. I pray that you not give in to the spirit of average. What do you mean spirit, Bishop? The word spirit in scripture means mindset. I pray that you not give up to give in to the mindset of average. I pray that you not give in to the mindset of average. I pray that the way you look would be excellent. Come on here. I pray that the way you dress would be excellent. Your speech would be excellent. Your skin would be excellent. Your health would be excellent. Your money would be excellent. Your body yada yada would be excellent. I pray your family would be excellent. The way you keep your car would be excellent. The way you keep your home would be excellent. Come on here. Everything about you, I pray, God, that it would be excellent. We are people of excellence. And it was Joseph's excellence that made his brothers hate him. So we say, God, we could care less about who don't like us because we're excellent. We say, God, we could care less about who says we're doing too much because we demand excellence. Not only are we excellent, but we demand it. Come on. Come on, say, I am and I demand. I am and I demand. We are excellent and we demand excellence. We are excellent and we demand excellence. We are excellent and we demand excellence. And for that, we say thank you in everything that we do. Your children would come out the house looking excellent. Everything about what you do would be excellent in Jesus' name. I see a comment. Why, is, uh, why are certain people telling me to stop going above and beyond? Because they sloppy and average. Ignore them. That's why. Sloppy and average. Ignore them. I remember years ago, a preacher said to me, he said, Bishop Foreman, you just so grand. I said, what does that mean? They said, well, just everything you do has got to be a certain way. I said, exactly. I said, is this supposed to be an insult? I said, because it's not. I said, I am and I demand it. And I said, let me, I am not going to drop my standard because that's what you want to give me. I don't, have, I don't order a steak and you bring me a cheeseburger and you think I got to accept that. I don't have to accept that. I'll get somebody else to do it, but I don't have to accept that from you. Y'all better hear me. I don't have to accept that. The scripture says, I believe it's Romans 2, 9. Approve those things that are excellent. Approve those things. That's Philippians uh, 1 and 10, but it's also in, um, in Romans. Let me get that too. It's also in Romans. That's Philippians 1, 10. And then it's also in, come on, approve what is excellent. 
is also in Romans 2.18. Romans 2.18. Approve, which means I don't approve it if it's not excellent. Watch me. From myself or from anybody else. God, lock that in us. Lock that in us. Lock that in us. Look at me. Look at me. Don't accept it from yourself and don't accept it from other people. Don't accept average from yourself and don't accept it from other people. People sometimes, can I just give you some examples? Um, and, I, and I am a working, I'm a student, so I live every day to improve and I compete with yesterday's version of myself. Father, let us compete with yesterday's version of ourselves, not anybody else. That's how you stay excellent when you, when you compete with you. Mr. Kevin Foreman is in competition with himself. My Tuesday me better outdo my Monday me. My Wednesday me better outdo my Tuesday me. My Thursday me better whoop the heck out of my Wednesday me. I'm in competition with myself. Um, sometimes people say when it comes to my discipline, right? I, I try to live a disciplined life when it comes to my fitness, when it comes to my health. Um, I lost 120 pounds. Um, and, and the only reason I bring that up is because I understand the struggle of fitness and health. I tried everything, slim fast, slim slow, protein power, eat all the carbs you want, don't eat no carbs, starve yourself, eat everything you want to eat, drink this, don't drink, P90X, everything, tabo, double time, go, one. I tried it all. I tried it all. And once I finally saw results, I prayed God gave me a strategy. When I finally saw results, I said, God, you have to lock this in me. You have to, I, I have to be disciplined to this. So when some people say, it's just one day, you can eat like that. And I'd be like, and that's how it starts. One day turns into two, turns into three, turns into four weeks, turns into six months, turns into 40 pounds. I said, I ain't going to be able to do it. When it comes to the gym, I am disciplined. I didn't even like going to the gym, y'all. I didn't even like going. Now what's crazy is that preachers are, what's your workout routine? How you do this? How you do that? I didn't even like going to the gym until, what was that, 2022. I had to pray and ask God. God, let me desire to go to the gym because I don't like it. I literally had to pray for that. So for every person who says, I don't like this, if it's something you need, you need to pray to like it. Let's go. Father, we pray to like what we need. Woo! God, I want to run. God, let us like what we need. Let us like what we need. Let us like what we need. Y'all better pray that with me. Let us love what we need. Let us like it and let us love it. Let us like it and let us love it. I literally, y'all, I promise you, I, when I thought about the gym, it was just disgusting to me. I was just like, oh, God. And then I was like, you work out and you lose your neck. I was like, I don't want to be like this. You know, good morning, Cody, everybody. You were born to rule rain carcass. I was like, I'd like to have my neck. I was like, God, I don't want to do it. And he said, well, you're going to have to ask me to like it. You're going to have to ask me to like it. You're going to have to ask me to love it. So I did. I said, God, I love the gym. Lord, I love the gym. I love it. I love it. And now it's the truth. I do not miss. And when I miss, I discipline myself to get back in there. I discipline myself to make sure I have to make up for it. I have to make up for it. So if I got a busy travel schedule, the next several weeks of lots of travel, lots of travel, if I miss one of those days, I got to make it up. Why am I sharing this with you? Um, because I've had people say to me, it's no big deal. It's just one day. You look great. You're in great state. And I say, I say, I appreciate everything you're saying. I said, but for me, watch me. I refuse to accept from myself inconsistency. I refuse to accept that from myself. Father, don't let us accept inconsistency. Let's pray in this second half of 2023, God, lock consistency in us.
lot consistency in us. Joseph was consistent. Joseph was consistent. Joseph was excellent. Joseph went through it and he went through it well. Let us be consistent to the right things. Let us be consistent to what will give us results. Let us be, I come against inconsistency. I come against starts and stops. Oh my God. I come against starts and stops. I come against getting excited, starting and falling off. You will not, we will not fall off in this second half. We will be consistent. We will be consistent in giving. We will be consistent in serving. We will be consistent in prayer. We will be consistent in worship. We will be consistent in business. We will be consistent in fitness. We will be consistent in health. We will be consistent. Give us consistency to the right things because a prayer for consistency enough is alone is not enough because you can be consistently inconsistent. So the prayer isn't just consistency. It's consistency to the right things. It's consistency to what brings us godly results. It's consistency to what improves our lives. It's consistency to what makes us better Christians. Lock consistency to the right things in us. In Jesus' name, I pray we not be distracted. Come on, y'all, in this second half. I pray that we not turn to the left or turn to the right, but we will be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, in this second half of 2023 and we thank you that it is so that it is so come on release that over your life i'm consistent release that over your life i'm excellent release that over your life i'm disciplined release that over your life come on come on i'm persistent release those things over your life you gotta be you gotta be so let's go back to joseph come on oh man it's already we got 15 minutes left Wow. Let's go back to Joseph. Let's go back to Joseph. All right, let's go. Joseph has two dreams. He tells his brothers, tells his father, but his father recognizes my son is different. He's not like everybody else. He's not like everybody else. <clears throat> I just heard the Lord say something too. He says, for many of you, um, whoever raised you knew that you were different too. And some didn't know how to handle the difference. Ooh, we. God is about to heal somebody's heart right now. He's about to heal somebody's heart right now. They didn't know how to handle the different. Jacob, Joseph's father, didn't know how to handle his different. So because he didn't know how to handle it, you ready for this? I'm about to, somebody's heart's about to heal right now. God had to take him out of Jacob's house because Jacob didn't know what to do with different. Who am I talking to right now? Jacob knew he was different. The Bible says, and he kept these things in his heart. He knew Joseph was different, but he did not know what to do with it. And for many of you, God says, I have to get you up out of what doesn't know what to do with you. There's some relationships you were in. And these relationships that you were in, they knew you were different, but they didn't know what to do with it. So they, watch me, they had to leave you. And you thinking to yourself, what's wrong with me? Nothing was wrong with you. They didn't know what to do with different. Who am I talking to? So God had to get you away from them. He had to get you out of their house. He had to get you out of that relationship. He had, oh God, there's some, there's some cities that did not know how to handle you. So God had to get you out of that city because what you have 
And what you carry is bigger than your zip code. It's bigger than your city. It's bigger than your environment. There's some, there's some jobs that God says, they don't know how to handle your different. So God, I have to get you out of there because they don't know what to do with you. Who am I talking to on prayer tonight? Who am I talking to on prayer tonight? Jacob knew. Jacob was like, there's something different about my son. The Bible says he, he, he held these things in his heart, meaning his mind. But he's like, I don't know what to do with him. So you know what God did? God orchestrated rejection. Father, thank you for every no. Thank you for every shut door. Thank you for every closed door. <clears throat> thank you for every rejection. Thank you for every abandonment. God had to reroute Joseph. So to reroute Joseph, he had to have Joseph rejected. His brothers throw him into a pit, Stephanie. His brothers throw him into a pit, Erica. His brothers throw him into a pit, Lashonda. Throw him into a pit. And when they throw him into a pit, they lie and say that he's died. He had to take back this blood-stained coat of many colors that his father gave him and said, your son is dead. A couple of the brothers tried to save him. One in particular tried to save him. His, his attempt to save him didn't work. God got him out of that house because had he stayed in that house, you ready? He would have been just like his brothers. He would have been just like his father. You are different. You are different. You are the curse breaker. You are the line crosser. You are the history maker. You are different. God ain't going to have you like the rest of your siblings. Mm -mm. God is not going to have you like the rest of your friends. You're not going to be, watch me, you're not going to be like the rest of them when you go back for your 20-year reunion. You're not going to be like the rest of them. You are in a league all by yourself. Oh my God, y'all, we got 12 minutes and I ain't even touched what I wanted to touch, but that's all right. God is speaking to us on prayer tonight. This is what prayer is. Prayer isn't just us, blah, 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 blah. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. Mono meaning one. Prayer is a dialogue. He responds. He's responding tonight as we pray. He's responding tonight as we pray. Hey, in the comments, stick with me. If you want to do your own thing, go on your own live. All right, stick with me. Listen, he's responding to us as we pray. You are not like everybody else. Let's go. Joseph is thrown into the pit. And when Joseph is thrown into the pit, the Bible says that the pit was empty. It was for water, but it was empty, which means one of two things could have happened. Had his brothers thrown him down and there was water in there, he could have drowned. But because it was empty, the fall alone should have killed him. You better hear me. Father, thank you for every fall we've survived. Thank you for every single thing that was supposed to drown us or break us that created a breakthrough. We say thank you tonight. Can I get you to let them know that you're grateful in the comments? Can I get you to let them know that you're grateful? We are thankful, Father. We're thankful for everything that was supposed to drown us. What does that mean? Overwhelm us. Make us lose our breath. Everything that was supposed to drown us, TikTok, share, tap the screen. 
everything that was supposed to break us. We tell you thank you that we didn't just survive, but Romans says that we are more than conquerors. We ready? What happens <clears throat> when Joseph is in this pit? He feels pitiful, but the Bible says that the Lord sends some trainers right by. They take him out of that pit and then they sell him into slavery. Look at me. God sends some people in his life to get him to his next. Oh, God. There are some people that show up in your life and they're only there for brief moments because their only assignment is to introduce you to your next. I heard the Lord say, he needs you to understand that there are some people that will come in your life quick and they will exit your life quick because their only assignment is to introduce you to your next. Their only assignment is to point you to your next. There's some of you that invited you to prayer who ain't even on prayer. There's some people who invited you to harvest who ain't even at harvest. There's some people who invited you and taught you about the Lord who ain't even saved no more. There are some people who their only assignment is to show up, introduce, and then exit the stage. I need you to be okay that everybody won't stay. Good God. They introduce him to his next. We got eight minutes and we got to go. We'll have to pick this up on a pop-up. They introduce him to his next. And when they introduce him to his next, he's sold into slavery. But when he's sold into slavery, Kim, he's not sold into slavery to anybody's house. Watch me. What did I tell you at the beginning? His life isn't measured in facts. It's measured in favor. Because the Bible says that the Lord was with him. The Lord was with him. The Lord was with him and he favored him. The Lord was with him and favored him. Release this over your life. I'm favored. I'm favored. I'm favored. I'm favored. Says that the Lord was with him and he was favored. To measure his favor, you can't look at his facts. And this is the same principle for you. To measure your favor, you can't look at your facts because your facts don't match your favor. Thrown in a pit, but I'm favored. Why? Because I didn't die from the fall. I didn't drown if there had been water in there. And I didn't break because there was no water in there. I, I lived past your rejection and I lived past your abandonment. Favor. Facts don't look like it. Favor shows it. Your facts don't measure up to your favor. Your facts don't equal your favor. Okay? <clears throat> then he's sold into slavery, but he's not just sold into slavery into anybody's house. Please don't solicit on him. He's not just sold into slavery to anybody's house. He sold into slavery to a man named Potiphar, to a man named Potiphar. And Potiphar is no regular guy. Come on, release this in the comments. Favor, favor, favor. Potiphar is no regular guy. Potiphar is no regular guy. Potiphar is one of Pharaoh's generals. He's one of Pharaoh's generals. He's one of Pharaoh's generals. Listen to this. Um, his name actually means to position or to give. Which means when he goes into Potiphar's house, God says, I am giving you position, favor. Because the Bible says that in Potiphar's house, Joseph, literally Instagram, literally he becomes, come on TikTok, come on YouTube, come on Facebook, come on an app. He becomes the leader of Potiphar's house. He's a slave in the house, 
but he becomes leader of the house. I'm giving you position. I'm giving you position. I'm giving you position. I am giving you position. Y'all better talk to me. I am giving you position. I am giving you position. I want you to hear me. God has positioned you at the halfway point of this year for the second half to be the best half of life ever. He's positioned you. Position just isn't a title or a desk. Position is a placement. For some of you, you couldn't buy what you wanted because God wanted you to sack. He positioned you. Talk to me. For some of you, your house deal didn't go through because God didn't want you to pay too much. He positioned you. He positioned you. He positioned you. For some of you, you couldn't do what you wanted to because God says, I got to show you something else. You weren't ready for me to show you the next part. You would have rejected it. Had he, had he showed you what you needed to do a year ago, you would have said no. He had to take you through a journey so that you would be open. Release this in the comments. We got to wrap this up. We have to finish on a pop-up. Say, I'm ready. I'm ready. He's positioning you. He didn't let that relationship work because that was only to show you what to avoid. He positioned you. He didn't let that book take off. I was listening to uh, this bio the other day about Tony Braxton. I love listening to biographies. Guys, if there's anything I could tell you to do in addition to the word of God, in addition to the messages, the life-giving messages, I don't call them sermons, we call them life-giving messages on Harvest because the goal is to speak life into your life. They're in our app and our website on YouTube. But there's a third thing that I could give you to listen to. It's biographies. <clears throat> People say experience is the, uh, is the best teacher. That's a lie. Somebody else's experience is the best teacher. And hear me, Sharon, it's free. All I got to do is listen to how you messed up so I don't mess up the same way. All I got to do is listen to how you didn't do it right so I don't do it the same way. I was listening to this bio about Tony Braxton, and I learned that the Braxtons, those sisters, had released a song um, way before Tony Braxton ever released her, uh, her you know, debut project when she was 25. And the song went nowhere. Um, I was listening to several of these artists how they released all of these projects that went nowhere. Prince released all these projects that went nowhere. Ooh, but he persisted. And when it took off for him, it took off for him. I'm here to tell some of you in this second half, let me prophesy, let me pray it. Your persistence is going to pay off. 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 David persisted. His favor didn't matter. Excuse me. Joseph persisted. His favor did not match his facts because he's a slave. But the Bible says, and the Lord was with him and the Lord favored him. The Bible even says that Potiphar Lashon saw that the Lord was with him. This means everybody is about to see just how much the Lord is with us in Jesus name. Say yes, Lord, in the comments. Guys, if prayer blessed you, we got to go. Uh, we're going to finish this. I have to finish Joseph and the pop-ups this week. Bishop Holman, when will you go live? Get our app. Text Harvest to 55498. Get our app. When you get our app, you'll know when I go live because we'll shoot you an alert. Make sure you follow me on social media across all the social medias. All of them are at Bishop Foreman. Number two, 
I want to encourage you, uh, if prayer blessed you tonight, to sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. This is the last seed for prayer um, this month. And our seed, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go right back to here. This is going to be right from Joseph's life. Um, and I want us to do the book that introduces us to Joseph uh, is Genesis 37. That's the seed. That's amazing because that was the same, I believe, as yesterday. That's the seed tonight, 37. And I just want you to call this, you can call this your Joseph seed. Or you can call this your favor seed because Joseph means increase of favor. I'm sowing the 37. I encourage you to sow the 37. If you want to do more than 37, uh, Elizabeth said, can we do prayer part two? We will. We're just going to do it tomorrow. Um, but that's the C, 37. You want to do more than that? Do more than that. You want to do 73, 370, whatever you want to do. But make sure those two numbers are in there. Um, and it's your Joseph seed or your favorite seed over the second half. All right. Uh, how can you sow it? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church. If you want to give that way on IG, you can use the badges to sow. TikTok has something similar that you can use to, uh, to sow and give that way, but the best ways are Cash App or uh, our app or website at harvestchurch.church. Last thing I want to do, if you're on it tonight and you're not a Christian, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful to him, tonight's your night to come back. And number three, if you're like, God, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight. God, I don't know where things stand with you, but I want to be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three, I want you to do that hand wave emoji or say it to me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Guys, if you're already saved, don't get off right now and say, I'm good. I got what I need. This is when I need you the most. I need you to pray that scales fall off her ears, scales fall off her eyes, that people respond to the invitation to the Lord tonight. So I need you right now. So don't log off. That's you. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure on three. Do the hand wave emoji or say it to me. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, you can respond right now. You're, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. If you're saved, I need you praying. I need you to birth some new babies with me. It's called being born again. There's one on Instagram. It's called being born again. So help me to birth some new babies. Would you come and help be a nurse in the, in the, in the delivery room with me? That's two. That's two. Wherever you're at, that's three. I got you. That's two. Same one. I got you. That's two. That's two. Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, I need you to respond. I need you to respond. Don't miss your moment. Tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. That's three. Tomorrow is not promised. I need you to know that if today was to be your last day on this planet, that you know exactly that when you open your eyes, that you would be in eternity with the Lord. It was real hot today in Denver because it's real humid. And uh, I, I did a, I was on uh, Instagram and Facebook, my, uh, my story. I said, listen, there's four right there. I see you on TikTok. I said, uh, Lord, I look, I got to make sure, I got to keep things right with the Lord. Because if this is a preview, oh no, I ain't going to be able to do it. It's too hot. It's too hot. <laughs> too hot. Don't miss your moment. I say that jovially. But this is a serious moment. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you are at, do that hand with the emoji or say it's me. That's five. I see you. Wherever you are at, there's a few of you like, God sees me. I'm not going to, I'm not doing all of that. I'm not doing what he's saying. I'm not going to click. I'm not going to push the button. I'm not going to send the emoji. Jesus said, if you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. This is not about us. This is about you and God. But God says, I need you to go public about it. You have to go public about it. What validates 
What validates something if it can't be validated? What makes something real if it can't be seen? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. There's another. That's six. There's another. Wherever you're at, there's seven. Wherever you are at, wherever you're at. Guys, you should see, for those of you that are with me, you should see this is why I wait. Because sometimes you got, there's eight. Sometimes you got to take a moment, or no, uh, nine, excuse me, nine. Wherever you are at, sometimes you got to take a moment. You got to take a moment. You got to take a moment. You got to take a moment to just let this thing sit and let people respond. Ten. Wherever you're at, do that hand with emoji say it's me. Guys, if you didn't get your seat in the ground, get your seat in the ground. All right? Cash app, dollar sign, bishop form with the number two. PayPal, big mosaic, give it five. Hello at harvestchurch.church. Everybody pray this for me. There's at least two or three more of you that need to respond. And I'm on, while I'm praying, you can respond. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you, Lord, are my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fail or if I fall, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we celebrate you. Heaven celebrates you. I want you to do one thing. If you just prayed that prayer, recommitted yourself to the Lord, you're now sure. Would you text the word harvest to 55498? Why? I want to get a message in your hands called what next? Now that you've prayed this prayer, what do you do next? 90% of Christians fall away in the first two years because they don't know what to do next. That's like, that's like giving somebody a car that's never driven. Well, what am I supposed to do? Putting somebody in the kitchen with a bunch of ingredients and they've never been taught to cook. As a shepherd, let me walk you through what you need to do next to strengthen your relationship with the Lord. This isn't religion. This is relationship. Christianity is not a religion. Let me help you. No, somebody says, this is a replay. This is live. Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is relationship with the Lord. Religion is man's unsuccessful attempt to get to God. Buddhism, um, Hinduism, you go down the list, go down the list and not knocking anybody. That's man's unsuccessful attempt to get to God. Christianity is God's very successful attempt at getting to us. I love you guys. I pray that you have an amazing night. Shalom to you. Again, if you didn't get your seat in the ground, I encourage you to do that. I'm going to sew it right afterwards uh, because we are favored. This second half is going to be amazing. I'll see you tomorrow for the pop-up. What time, Mr. What time? What time? Got to get the app. Text Harvest to 55498 to get that app so that you can see the pop-up. All right. I love you guys. Have a good night. Shalom. See you tomorrow. Love you. Love y'all. Love you guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.